This is Corolla Digital. Hey, you guys, it's me, Allison. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the show. And if you like what you're hearing, which, come on, let's face it, you do. Make sure to tell a friend. You can find us on iTunes, the app, or my site, AllisonRosen.com. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with her good times never end. Allison Rosen, doing the way defensive dance again. Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little melon balls. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. Jenna, unfortunately, could not join us today, but everyone else is here, and we have a special surprise guest. It is none other than bald Brian Bishop, whom you know. That's right. I said whom. Just because. Well, because it's correct, but also just because. Um, you know from the Adam Carolla show, and also he's been a guest on my show, but he's never been a guest on the Thursday installment of the show. Brian, hello. Hi, I'm the new, I'm the new Jenna. You're the new Jenna. This is great. Jenna looks better than you. I understand. you got to grow some hair, man. Yeah. I'll get, do what I can. Get a blonde wig on. It might take a while. There's a Twitter account out there called Harry Brian. I don't think he's tweeted in quite a while, but it's a picture of me photoshopped with a blonde wig or blonde hair. And I imagine that's what it would look like. Nice. We're going to have to see if that's what Jenna looks like. But hello, Gary. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, Matt. What up? Hello, Chris. Hey, Allison. Are you trying to find <laughs> ants on yourself? Uh, no, I was just actually just looking at my arm that second. But I, I, I did have ants on me earlier. Did you Now, did you just feel like you had ants on yeah. you or did you literally have ants on I think I've had ants on me all day so much that any itch or any... Movement like I feel on my arms, I feel as an ant. I, not, it, it isn't always an ant. Yeah, because so what happened is a second ago I saw Chris kind of slap at his neck, and then he said, "Oh, I think it might be." Eh, eh, never mind, no problem, Allison. Uh, well, because I know you you hate ants, and I, I, just, I don't really I, care about. I don't really care. I fear things crawling around my body and heading up my butt. That's I'm convinced that's where everything's eventually going to go. It's really hard my to body. get up a butt. Have you tried? No. <laughs> well, okay. I, I agree. Let's talk about something else. Yes. I agree that my fear of that a mouse is going to crawl up my butt. That's just impractical. Yeah. Way but less an likely. Ant, well, the definite... noises you hear, this chair is very squeaky, so I'm not, I'm not uh, having it's not, gastrointestinal it's not a, issues. It's not a mouse it's trying not a mouse to block with trying your to, bunghole. Trying to get up. I up think an ant could do it. Yeah, Probably. I think of all the orifice orify yeah. in your body. You're most concerned about it climb, like crawling up your butt. I would be more worried about like an ant going in my ear and like fucking with my brain. Yes, or like going my nose. Like that's the kind of didn't, shit. Didn't that happen to Eddie Van Halen? He had like a cockroach or something in his ear, a, a grasshopper, or a cricket or something. Oh, I'm pretty. I'm almost positive it happened. God, why do I think it was Eddie Van Halen? Can, Gary, can you look stuff up? Or are you are you like producing for reals? I just. <laughs> No, I mean his role. Sorry, his role on the Corolla show is to do a lot of looking up during the show because yes. other people to handle other buttons yes. and stuff. And Gary's right. a one-man band back there. Exactly. That's what I meant. You know, <laughs> I was always scared as a kid. There was a scary story that I read or saw where like some spider had bitten somebody on the side of their face, and then oh god, later it's going exactly where you think this is going. It was uh, not a bite. It was like it laid eggs. Okay. And I heard. I heard when someone's licking th- an envelope. Oh. And, and, Oh, you cut. told me that actually. You told me Did about I that. Did I tell you that one? Yes, oh. because I was stuffing envelopes for Corolla, sending like uh, books, signed book <laughs> yeah. covers back, and you're like, Matt, don't cut your tongue because there's going to be bugs that have their babies in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, they put roach eggs in the sicky part. Is that true? No, but I don't know why I told Matt. That. It's true enough for me. I literally what? got an email alert here. Do you know Chris Loxamana on Twitter? No, I'm going to hit no. <laughs> Ignore. It's really well, what it says. All this insect talk is going to drive the listeners away. So all I'm going to say is. I when I'm online looking at news stories, I keep seeing something in the corner about a boy who had some kind of sea snail hatch from his knee, um, and they show a picture of it, and it's like on CNN. I mean, it's a real it's a real thing. So that's disgusting, and it makes me want to die. Yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> anyway, we're now important. Back to important news. We're now on week three of my not having a watch. Brian, you're not kept abreast of this. A my watch, watch. Yeah, my watch battery died. Okay. And uh, I feel naked without it. You're a watch wearer? Yeah. Hmm. I know. I've ta- It's controversial and I've talked about it. I've talked I think about- it's a great look if you can pull it off. I just think that the watch is um- – Are you questioning whether I can? No. I know a lot of people who can. I just think that not a lot of people go for the watch these days. It's, it's good true. Look. 
It's true. And I have firmly been in the one should wear a watch camp for a while. However, when my watch died, because my watch dies all the time, and when it died this last time, um, I went through the five stages of grief. Mm. And then I thought, you know, maybe I, I can just be a person who doesn't need a watch anymore. But I'm having trouble. And I broke down and I searched my house for the other watch that I have and I can't find it. Still, not – I don't miss it so badly that I'm willing to go uh, get the battery fixed though. I would think after three weeks of being on Watch Watch that you would be <laughs> over it by now. Like I know. I, it would not take me this long. Yeah, I know. People recover from hurricanes and things faster than this. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you've wasted a lot more effort like, Time. talking about it and mm-hmm. looking for your old watch when you could have just replaced the battery in your watch right away. I did look up the place that you recommended on yeah. Yelp. It's called like Time Savers or something, <laughs> something or Time like Pieces. It's but- called Bloomingdale's in every mall. <laughs> it's called Nordstrom. You can get to one in 10 minutes. Um, but I don't want to go into a mall. That's a good point. Uh, apropos to your upcoming nuptials, by the way, we should all be taking bets on when or if Allison will get married, and we should be taking bets on like it'll be between this date and this date, you know, like over under style. But back to the- I'm so glad we invited you onto the show. <laughs> Let's pretend you are. The best wedding get- groomsman gift I ever got was a pocket watch. That's a very cool thing to wear with like a suit. And like a lot of guys get flasks or mugs or whatever. So, mm, thanks a lot. Uh, but uh, a pocket watch, very cool item, unique. You know? Yeah, you I mean, sure I mean, that's. Cool thing to have. I think a pocket watch is a cool. I mean, thing it's to neat. Have. I'm gonna say it's very cool, especially in hipsterville. Yeah, it's neat. Ask three guys. It might be a guy thing, like like when girls like their like you know girls get purses for yes. other girls to like, and guys, it's it's nothing. Maybe that's what pocket watches are to guys. It's their purse. Okay, because I've never been like I or wasn't. Like gonna, a beard. I was not gonna sleep with him, but once I saw him take a gander at his timepiece, oh boy. Well, because like uh, when beards, the only people who compliment my beard are dudes. And then girls really don't really don't like it. <laughs> Guys are like, oh, nice beard, man. Like, actually. That, what guy has ever said to you, nice beard? A lot. And it, and it is very telling that I still have it. Like, I don't know. Now, Matt, you have a very similar. You guys have almost identical beards. That's Do right. Do you get compliments on your They're actually born from the same oh. same father. How about that? Both do you beards. get compliments on your beard? Uh, yeah, I do. You do from guys? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> See? Where are you guys going? Like, people are complimenting on your beards. Question is, Brian, where's your beard? It's a good. I just shaved earlier today. But Gary has a little bit of a beard. Yeah. Oh, shit. Do you get compliments from. Are you guys just complimenting each other. Hey, Gary, I like your beard, man. Uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. Uh, no, I've never gotten a compliment on my beard really? from a man before. It's good oh, yes I get, and. Yeah, I yes get and. plenty. <laughs> All right. Well, Gary, yours is, is not as um, robust as Chris's. Have you had a full beard, and did that get complimented? No, I look like a lumberjack with a full beard, and it's, uh, it starts to get very red. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting bit of Gary trivia. His beard grows in red. I did not know that. Interesting if you say so. That counts as interesting? <laughs> yeah. I'm with Brian. <laughs> I'm going to put a log listeners, in my diary tonight. It's going to be fascinating. Listeners, I'm addressing them. Don't you guys think it's interesting that Gary's beard grows in red? Now we just wait for the responses, <laughs> but not right now. Chris, go over to my sound effect machine and press the buzzer. <laughs> buzzer. Back to groomsman gifts for a second. Back to groomsman gifts. Hold on the one best. second. Before yeah. you get back to that, I okay. want to say you were right. Eddie Van Halen did have a June hey. bug crawl into his ear during a, a June concert. June bug? And then he that went was to sleep yep. and woke up with a pain in his ear and then went to sleep again and woke up with a worse pain and went like this like a few times, hitting himself in the side of the head. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> That's what you do. I don't know why I did that uh, on a podcast, but yeah. <laughs> and this June bug fell out. And that was the mild version. The story, the version that has his quotes from his telling the story is – I'm still uncomfortable. I'm surprised he didn't notice it crawling into his – He said he did, but like it was just one of these like hot outdoor summer Ugh. concerts and it, they were flying yeah. all around their head and he just figured it landed on his ear and like flown off. Flown was off it alive ear. when it came out? No. Okay. I don't think Plus. so. I think that's supposed to be the worst part of having an insect in your ear is while well, you can hear it moving There's a around. lot of bad oh, parts of having an insect in your ear. If you're a worst. rock and roll fan, you know Eddie Van Halen of that era was a legendary drunk. So he probably didn't even know there was something going into his right. ear. Right. Yes. Or it was a normal feeling for him. <laughs> so you were going to say something about groomsman gifts. Oh, the, the best groomsman gift I've ever heard of, you guys are going to find this hard to believe, was given by me. <laughs> and it was uh, to my groomsman, I, f- I found out what their favorite childhood baseball players were growing up and I went on eBay and got autographed baseballs for them and uh, nice. gave them to them at the rehearsal dinner which was kind of a lot of effort but it was a very cool unique thing I'd never heard of that before that so. is I like that 
way you're complimenting yourself for the thing you've never heard thing of before. And <laughs> no, it's how did hasn't you, been done yet. How did you find out who their favorite player was? Um, a couple I knew, a couple I had to ask friends of theirs or their wives or whoever, and then one was especially challenging because he hates baseball. My friend Kyle hates baseball, but he loves USC football, and I found a Pete Carroll autographed baseball on eBay, which is ex- a random because he's a football coach, mm-hmm. and to find an autographed baseball is extraordinarily random, but I was, it was just uh, good timing, so I, I bid on it and, and won it. That's awesome. It that is out. neat. Um, Put that in your pockets for when you guys get married. Yeah. We do it have- might be a little while. <laughs> Crimson party. <laughs> How's everything going with the ladies, you guys? It's going great. You're in a relationship. Yeah. Chris? I am not in a relationship. But how's it going with the ladies? Uh, It's going all right. Did you feel uncomfortable when Adam put you on blast? And by the way, that's a phrase I've never said aloud, and I don't think I'm going to ever again. What do you mean when you put me on blast? Um... Oh, at it, the it, Irvine it, uh, show. Yeah, the, what was weird about it was because we should we have to explain what happened. Oh yeah. So he said that he what did he hear you were like <laughs> chatting up some ladies after one of yeah. his live shows. Well, what he says he he trade lives with me because I'm so small. So every like everything is a first class trip and <laughs> and then um then he said oh and I hear he hooks up with a bunch of chicks. In fact, I heard he hooked up with. Like the you know, girl after the Wiltern. Yes. And the girl I was hanging out at the Wiltern was sitting right next to me ah. there. So it was it was a quite awkward and like I, w- I couldn't even like look up. Uh-huh. I, I think I think I just got up and like power walked away. <laughs> like didn't, didn't even like look back. That's what every girl wants. Yeah, just <laughs> walk away. Yeah. Real smooth, Chris. Right. <laughs> yeah. How was... did he find out? Was she uncomfortable that he found out? Actually, you know what? I can speak to how a girl would react to that unless she was ashamed of it, which obviously she wasn't if she was sitting next yeah, to you. She was with yeah, you. you're right. That's just cool that now this famous person who she's probably a fan of knows that she hooked up with you. So she was probably happy with well, it. Well, she didn't even hook up with me. We we just we just hung out. But then mm. and so it was, it was awkward. So it made me think Oh crap! I hope he, she doesn't think that I told Adam that you know we hooked up or mm-hmm. anything. And um, so, he, but she thought it was really funny. She she had to communicate with me via text while, while like at the end of the table because I wouldn't look look at her. <laughs> that's that's cool. that way too scared. And has it and, gone since with her? Uh, it's going okay. We hang out every once in a while. Now, does that mean hang out or hang out? No, it's just hang out. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. I'm confused what that means. Yeah, me too. I think it means non-sexual. Yeah, oh, very, very extremely non-sexual. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay, so we have all sorts of stuff to get to. We have iTunes comment of the week. We have topic sombrero emails. We have just me or everyone. But first, I don't want to be that person who is telling stories about the dog park because I think that's a specific kind of person and I don't want to be that person. Okay, However, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, no, I do. I just need to tell one quick story. Uh, so we took Oliver to a dog park in Orange County. I had never been to a dog park before. My, no, I had never taken Oliver to one. Off-leash or on-leash? Yeah. Off-leash. Mm. It's a brand Old. new one. Gary, do you know about the Civic Center Newport Beach, Corona Del Mar Civic Center. Yeah. I didn't know about it. It's a whole new thing. Yeah. Uh, which the town is sort of, I guess, mixed about because it costs so much money. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, so there's a whole brand new dog park down there. Um, and we got there and there was one other dog and it was this Italian greyhound, which I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. It's a small, very, like, like if a supermodel was a dog, but it's not wispy. attractive. Yeah. It's very, very skinny and lanky. Uh, and this dog was not neutered. Which up in L.A., you can't even take unneutered animals to a dog park. I didn't know that. I'm pretty sure I read something that said they have to mm. be neutered to, to get in. Um, not that anyone's checking the balls. But say. anyway, but so this dog, yes, except the one that Gary's pulling up is cute. This one was a small asshole. Plus they make fake <laughs> balls for dogs. Nudicles. They do. Yeah. They, 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 if your dog balls get snipped, they'll put the fake ones in there so he feels like he has balls. So, no so one can, you feel like he has balls. I guess that's a good point. But my point is no one can really verify whether the dog's been neutered or not. Well, this dog was just springing around, chasing different scents, mm. um, lifting its leg on everything, including my leg. It lifted its leg on my leg and on Oliver. And it kept trying to mount Oliver. And then sh- she was so... Not on top of anything, but then she'd be like, oh, I'm sorry, is Vino bothering you? His name was either Vino or Vito. Is he bothering you? (laughs) And for the most part, I would say no, except for when he would try to mount Oliver. Sure. Um, Then very much yes. Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, you know, and then also I didn't appreciate when he lifted his leg on me. But so that was I wasn't yet annoyed. Daniel was beginning to be annoyed. But then at one point she was like down on the ground kind of pushing her dog away from Oliver. And and I heard her say something about chop your balls off. 
And I thought she was saying something about we're going – like to her dog, we're going to have to chop your balls off because it's being such a little asshole and very um, dominant. Yeah. Whereas Oliver is more submissive. Uh, and I, I thought that was sort of – wow, that's um, very an odd, an odd violent. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's just strong language. Sure. Um, For someone then, that doesn't speak a language. Yes. Yeah. But then uh, then afterwards – Apparently what she she said was something to the effect of the reason Oliver is acting the way he is, so submissive, is because we chopped his balls off. And this has been bothering me ever since. Oh. Is that true? That that's, uh, no, I that's not. That's, dogs, so. No, that's not true at all. Oh, yeah. um, but I felt he's very a, judged. He's a cavalier. He's a King Charles Cavalier Spaniel, Yes, right? he's just a Those sweet. He's a very sweet. Like, he's a, like, a yeah, really d- sweet. Yeah. Sorry dogs. my dog's not an asshole. Here's the thing. And the gray, he, Italian greyhounds are racing dogs. Like, yes. Those are dogs that are all over the place. If he had his balls, I suspect he still would act in, would mm-hmm. act submissive. And I suspect if she neuters her dog, he might still be a jerk. But anyway, it was a real, hey, go fuck your dog. <laughs> Hey, 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 go, go fuck, fuck your yourself. dog. Anyway, I just have a problem with – well, see, here's the thing. I feel very mixed about neutering and, spay, and spaying in general, even though I know that it's humane. And, I, and in L.A., I think you really have to. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's – you know, I don't think it's fair to the dog to – well, I have come around – well, the argu- one of the arguments is it's not fair to the dog for it to have this sexual urge and not mm. be able to express it. Um, it's also like easy for us to say that it's better for them. I feel like let's get their opinion. But anyway. Puppies having puppies, yo. <laughs> Enough of this. She was kind of a cunt. Okay, let's do iTunes comment of the week. <laughs> Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Brian, this is the part of the show where I we read compliments to me. <laughs> this is this is part of your show. <laughs> Thank you. All right, our iTunes comment of the week this week comes from Sarah Jean One Hundred, and it's titled "Love This Show." I love this podcast. The Monday interviews are great and always interesting. I am in love with the Thursday crew. They always make me feel warm and fuzzy inside. Thanks. <laughs> in regard to the hot tub episode, while I totally agree with Chris on the ice cream and hot tub combo, I must say I ran across an even better combo in college. I recommend Stupid. being stoned in an open-air hot tub in the rain. Each cool drop on your shoulders is magical. I highly suggest it. And I don't see why you couldn't sneak some ice cream into my scenario as well. Love you all. Thank you, Sarah Jean. I appreciate your comment. Uh, Chris, have you considered – so, Brian, what you don't know <laughs> is that Chris You're ready to have your mind ice help. cream in a hot tub. <sighs> yeah. It's a combination of hot and cold. Wow. You got to eat that ice cream quick. Yeah, I did. Well, the ice cream itself wasn't in the hot no, tub. No, but it's surrounded by steam. Yeah, so, that's true. So it's going to be uh, prone to melting quicker. Yeah. I'm also going to say, based on this letter, this guy's talking about uh, – Gal, this gal. Gal, sorry. Gal. In the hot tub, in the rain, eating ice cream. I feel like you're going to get your ice cream wet. She said you can bring ice cream into this scenario. If you're sitting in the hot tub and it's raining, why don't we just stick to the, the shoulders? Let's not do sensory <laughs> overkill. <laughs> I would right. like – you're right. It's the opposite of Joe Rogan's desensitization That's right. sensory, oh, yeah. deprivation sensory deprivation tank. <laughs> this is a sensory overload tank. Sensory maximization tank. I would like to know where she went to college that she could explore this hot tub in there. I feel like it feels like Reed College in Portland or something. Because how many places are there going to be hot tubs and rain and Excessive hot? rain, yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, I was going to say I have a hot tub at my, my family's house, but there's not a whole lot of rain in SoCal. Yeah. Well, if it's raining, you get a cup of ice cream and you hold it kind of under your chin. <laughs> and you have a friend pour the glass <laughs> of water on your head. If you could miss no, you, like... the rain. No, if you're in the hot tub and it's raining and you're trying to eat ice cream, then, of course, you get the cup, like a small cup, and you just hold it, like, right here along your chest. Like a, like a, like a feed bag or like yeah. a St. Bernard? <laughs> yeah, like, right there. And, and it wouldn't get – I mean, it will get slightly wet, but not enough to, to, um, to taint the flavor okay. too much. You made a compelling argument, Chris. You're welcome. Were you going to say something, Gary? I'm confused. I don't feel like there's any college in the nation outside of maybe like New England that doesn't have a hot tub and an occasional rain day during the year. It would just seem like with enough you're... rain to be able to perfect the technique. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's true, but she just said she experienced it once. I feel like most apart- most colleges Ooh. have apartment complexes nearby that have open-air hot tubs. Oh, I was thinking this was an on-campus kind of situation, and yeah. I was thinking I don't and think we had a hot tub. she mentioned getting stoned on a regular basis. Is there not more – 
pot being smoked in the in the Portland area, the Pacific Northwest. And once again, the she didn't. There's she didn't suggest that any of this was on a regular basis. No. She said, "I no. once tried this." We're fantasizing. Right? <laughs> you guys are making her into a crazy stoner who's like hanging out in the rain all the time. I'm surprised she could even send this iTunes comment in. She's <laughs> she's so stoned, and her device would have gotten wet. She started typing it in 2011. <laughs> <laughs> when Gary said "hot tub episode," I had a quick fantasy. You guys did an episode from a hot tub. Oh, oh, I want to hear that episode. That would be cool. Where were you at the beginning of the summer? We, we got one more month left to do this. Yeah. I was gonna say that would be cool. But then on second thought, I don't think that would really affect the sound of the podcast in any You'd good way. You'd hear bubbling. That would be awesome. bubbling. It would be awesome. Okay. Games of Thunder did an episode from a podcast. Sounded great. Or from a, from a hot jacuzzi. Tub. Sounded sure great. Did. Where are you guys on hot tubs? Take them or leave them. Happy to visit them? Yeah. Do not want one. Pleased to have had one in my backyard growing up, and I miss it. I love them. Yeah. Love them. Wow. Chris and I are going to be in the hot tub if you guys need us. Quite the spread. No, I do like them. I Wait, just why? don't want to maintain the maintenance, the expense, the maintenance, the, the the cleaning, the trouble. You leave it alone for a few months yeah, or whatever. It's a free hot tub. You know. This is a very sobering assessment of it. Sorry. I'm very practical. I just mean <laughs> in terms of, oh, there's a hot tub. Am I going to get into it Oh, or not? yeah, absolutely. I'm on vacation or someone's house. Yeah. Yeah. We're hot tubbing. Yeah. Every time I hit the road with Adam, even if it's during the winter, I'll still bring my swim trunks to go in the pool. Where do you store tub. them? In my, in my suitcase. <laughs> but after you get there, you said you have to use the uh, the drawers. Wait a minute. That was good. Look, you're you're saying, modifying. Yeah, you've, you've been practicing. No, uh, I've been practicing. What is he modifying? No, because I say drawers. He... Oh, uh, the, yeah. there's, there's some drawer thing? I mispronounce it. What do you, what do you say? Drawers. Drawers? Drawers, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's wrong. That's yeah. wrong. People understand what I mean when I say it. <laughs> no, so how wrong? Exactly. How wrong could it be? That's why it's I, not that big. Yeah, I don't think it's wrong. I think it's very thorough. I think it's right for Chris. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I'm not changing it. I don't think you should. No you did asking, a tiny no bit. No one's asking you to change. No Chris. one wants you to change, Chris. All right. Well, I'm not. Do you ever read negative comments? That'd be funny. Oh yeah. Well, we have we have a segment. Oh. Hey, go fuck up? yourself. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, <laughs> where occasionally, where yeah, where we do. <laughs> Thank you. Um. Chris, are you a little yes. bit hoarse? Are uh, there yeah. ants in your throat? No, no. Uh, I had a long weekend, and there's a lot of yelling and a lot of screaming. What happened? I always want to hear about Chris's weekends. <clears throat> Chris uh, has the best weekends of all of us. No, it was just, it was just a regular weekend. I was in a cornhole tournament. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, so um, I was in Ventura all weekend at a This corn- is the thing Dawson had promoted yeah. on our show. So I signed up with my friend Chris. We, uh, we were two Chris's, one sack, and we went out and uh, – <laughs> Competed and uh, it, we lost in the first round to a seventy-year-old couple. It was humiliating. Explain cornhole for the people who are wondering what the fuck is going um, on right now. Cornhole, it's uh, you have these bean bags or these these sacks filled with uh, like uh, dried corn kernels, and you're basically you have two pieces of or you have like wood that's like at a forty-five degree angle, like a little ramp. It's about a foot high and has a hole in it, and you're about what thirty feet away. It's like boring skee ball. Yeah, and you try to it's, – it's actually a lot of fun. There's a lot of technique to it. But you try to – you toss a uh, beanbag into the hole and if, mm. and there's different scoring if you land there's, it on the There's wood. hangers. Yeah. Danglers. Yeah, if you if you hang it on the wood, it counts right. something. Or if you get it in the hole, it counts as, it counts as more points. Mm-hmm. And you just keep going up to, uh, until uh, 21. And I, I just learned all these rules that day. I've never played before that except one other time. And, oh, it's a big tailgate thing. It's here yeah. all the time at uh, the SE games. I'm sure other – Yeah, my, my strategy going into it was I wouldn't practice nor learn the rules because I wanted to <laughs> – uh, Strong. I was counting beginner's not, luck. Yeah, strictly on beginner's luck. I wanted to be that, that girl who – you know, plays beer punk for the first time sure. and, just, and kills and dominates. it. Dominates. Yeah, like oh, did, yeah. did I do it right? Oops. Like that's what I, that's what I was uh, cashing in on, and <laughs> I was horribly mistaken. Uh-huh. The the seventy year old lady was she like you. she even did the uh, sarcastic. Oh no, you're you're really good. You'll get it. Like and it was it's awful. And the the guy the guy it was a it was a couple, and the guy in between each throw had to sit like under an umbrella in a in a in a, in a like a yard chair. He was in the shade. Yeah, I know he would only come out to throw and then just go back and sit down. So the occasion was a cornhole tournament. It was a cornhole tournament. It was, it was actually a music thing. They're, they had the music playing, but the cornhole tournament was just an, a, a new addition to mm-hmm. uh, to the event. So it was, it was actually band playing. We were serving mangria out there, so we went out and did that. And uh, yeah, and, uh, and Chris performed, and everyone that I've heard that was there gave him rave reviews. He's pretty talented. Yeah. What'd you do, mime? <laughs> uh, no, uh, I, I would have <laughs> killed it. No, I, I play guitar. Shit. On stage. Yeah, I went up. Uh, they 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 
need someone to fill time or they're, I think they're ahead of schedule. So no one fills time like Chris. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Did they you just, play solo. Yeah. So they just wow. like Chris. Do you have your guitar on you? And I said, Yeah. I, I had it in my trunk because I had uh, band practice the night before. And uh, they said, Okay. Well, uh, do you mind playing a song just uh, r- real quick, like after this band? I said, Oh, sure. So was it, an original? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I like the confidence. So I played, yeah, I played a couple songs. Where is there a place we can go to hear this song? Yeah, Santa Barbara. <laughs> Last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll I'll put something on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, That's uh, really cool. I'll put it on the internet. Do you get stage fright? Uh, yeah, totally. Especially when it's just me up there alone. That's the worst. I I, I could play in a band. It's fine. But when I'm alone, I'm all alone. Like, I, it takes a lot not to puke. On stage. Uh, you should do Jim Morrison style and turn your back to the audience. I should. That, you should. I should have done that. Well, That'd be maybe t- next time. No one's really done that since Jim Morrison, right? Has there been another famous person who sort of performed the back to the audience? I feel like Radiohead and some of the shoegazer bands, mm. it seems like they are. Plus there's Actually, like the gorillas and maybe stuff. Maybe that's not who fair about really Radiohead. There. Yeah. And Pink Floyd with the masks. I mean there's versions of it. But yeah, so. all those electronic artists like Daft Punk yeah. and stuff, they have huge masks on and they sit really far away. Hmm. Can't really see them. It's not music though. I don't know what I said. <laughs> um, uh-oh. I had something right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, oh damn it. What Look was it? Look what you it? did, Chris. Chris is performing. Had something to do with cornhole. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> were, did were there Corolla show they fans? Have... Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we ran, we ran into a few uh, Corolla fans that um, they, 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 they tried the Mangria. They said hi. They say hi to you guys. Oh. And, uh, Tell them we say hi. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah I can speak met, for met you, a couple Brian. of them. Um, well, that's fine. But actually, most of them, like most people, were just there just uh, for the cornhole tourney. Sweet. So it was uh, very exciting. And uh, Jay and uh, assistant Jay and Rob were on a team as well. They were ace in the hole, mm. and uh, they were they were really good. They actually they mercy ruled their first two teams. Like the team the teams they played didn't even score on them, and then wow. Jay had to go to work, so they had a forfeit. <laughs> and Rob was super. They went on top. Yeah, like ninety four expos. I don't want cornholing to be a thing. I need to learn. It's a, it's a, it's a. If you want to win a tourney, you do because yeah. I, I thought that too. And I, I think until you're a seventy year old on a cruise ship, there's probably not going to be an immediate need for. for that oh kind no! Of but I'm planning to do shuffleboard when that this happens. This game is played by young people. Yeah, oh, okay. it's, it's, yeah, I've seen more young people. College football games. Yeah, this is, you'll see this. Is, I'm sure Dodger games. Too. We're getting a corn cornal set for the studio, Allison, so we can. When are we, we getting play. a drum set? I'd love Hopefully that. Hopefully never, because some idiot guest will come in right now yeah, and be like, to hear drums, that? and start playing in the middle of our show. Well. It's a terrible idea. If it was soundproofed here, as one would expect yeah. it would be, that wouldn't be a problem. When I, are we getting a soundproof room with a drum set? I'd love a drum set here. <laughs> one, not one I'd without like the other. I'd like to put in that order. You could, probably, you could probably play, like, what I do when everyone leaves sometimes is I'll stick around, I'll play guitar, because I can't play in my apartment late at night because yeah. people complain, so I usually stick around and just... Well, we should just get a, dr- a secret drum set that Chris. Don't listen, anyone. Chris, we'll get a secret drum set. I have a drum set. We'll get a okay. secret drum set. We'll play it, and we won't let anyone know. And then late at night, we'll play. Okay. Okay. Good plan. I love it. Okay, we're back, you guys. Where'd you guys go? <laughs> what were you talking about? Was it us? It's talking <laughs> about us, right? No, we're talking about it. cornholing. And here's what I want to know: cornholing mm-hmm. us. Which came first, cornholing the game or cornholing the sexual activity? Because if the sexual activity came first, then why did they name the game that? Even though I understand. I can understand why they would choose that, but, you know. I don't know. What's up, Gary? Look it up. Why don't you look up the origins of cornhole? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like the term <laughs> came, and from the term came the game and the, the, the sexual maneuver. But I'm, I, what the hell do I know? I think a cornhole probably was a real thing at some point. Oh. Like, like where you put, like, you know, Like, used... look at all these cobs. They're in yes. this cor- <laughs> growing in this cornhole? <laughs> no, where you would dispose of maybe used cobs of corn. Oh yeah, that sounds. That's, Is that true? You put it in I have a, no idea. You would have to put it in some sort of hole. I yeah, think. some receptacle. <laughs> yeah, like a recycle roller. That's a cornhole. <laughs> recycle cornhole roller. <laughs> you better trademark that. Right. Oh, shit. <laughs> Legal Zoom, baby. Right. While Gary looks that up, I want to tell you guys about Hulu Plus. Certainly you are familiar with Hulu, but Hulu Plus is awesome. It lets you watch thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere. You can stream it on your TV or you can watch on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Um, in fact, I have been putting off getting my car wash for a while because I find car washes so boring. I feel like I, dis- I dislike them more than anyone else. And you can tell by looking at my dirty car, although now my car is white, so you can't really tell. That's how, that's how far I'm going to avoid the car wash. I've changed the color of my car, but I realized today 
I can just go and I can sit at the car wash and I can wait and I can watch a show thanks to Hulu Plus and I can watch it on my phone or my iPad. Um, and it is a great way to binge watch your favorite shows. In fact, there's an emptiness in my life now that I've finished Orange is the New Black and I have this list here of all the awesome shows that Hulu Plus has and for only $7.99 a month. That's $7.99 for all the shows and movies you can watch. Uh, you can catch up on all these hit shows. So I need your help, you guys. Help me figure out which show I should start next. And I'm going to binge watch it. And I was thinking we could all binge watch together. Uh, I'm choosing between Downton Abbey because I haven't watched the second season. Once Upon a Time, I also need to catch up on that. Or I've been hearing Scandal is really good. And I've also been hearing that Revenge is really good. They have all these shows. They also have a ton of other shows. Gossip Girl, Grey's Anatomy, New Girl, Modern Family, The Office. I could go on, but we would be here all day. So... Tweet me and let me know what we should all watch together. And you guys should try Hulu Plus. You get a couple weeks free, and that is on me. That's right. When you go to HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison, that's A-L-I-S-O-N. Or just go to AllisonRosen.com and click on the Hulu Plus banner. So make sure to use Hulu Plus forward slash Allison so you get the extended free trial and so that they know that we sent you. It helps us keep the lights on and it gives you a better deal. So again, for the extended free trial, HuluPlus.com forward slash Allison. And here's the part where I beg you guys. Uh, so we want Hulu Plus to be like, oh, getting on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend train was the best idea we ever had. We want them to use that voice when they say it. So therefore, you have to sign up and, uh, and, and use the promo code or click through my website because then they'll see all the people that we're sending them. It doesn't cost you anything and it helps us. And plus, you get all these great shows. Okay. Did you find out anything about cornholing, Gary? <laughs> he's found a few. I found a few things out, but not about cornholing. Yeah, I feel if you Google cornhole, yeah. like, don't, gonna, it, don't do a Google image search, Gary. <laughs> it actually autofilled. All he did was type in "co," and it was already there for him. No, Matt, he you're knows. Just killing it with the zingers tonight. <laughs> oh, is that true? Oh, do you not know about incognito browsing windows? What's incognito browsing? Oh windows? my god, this is happening all over again. Oh shit! How do you watch porn? Uh... I don't really watch that much porn, actually, to be honest with you. Liar. I really don't. Yeah. I will bring my laptop in. But if you use an incognito window, okay. you could be looking at porn and no one would know. Okay. It's a window on your browser that it won't show up in history. Uh, and I don't actually watch porn on a computer or anything. But the reason that I know this is just because I've been like, oh, incognito browsing window. What is that? But Matt didn't know about it. It's on all browsers. My porn is for yeah. everyone to see anytime they Incogn- want. I think- it's called <laughs> something a little different on each browser. Yeah. But Incognito's Chrome, and like when you when you go to Incognito uh-huh. browsing in Chrome, it's a pic. Like the icon changes to like a guy in a trench coat and a hat. Uh-huh. Wow! Yeah, and flashing. Like, yeah, it's just like I think I you have to watch porn. Wow, <laughs> good to know. But apparently on Matt's computer, if you type in Y-O-U. all of you just type in Y. You don't even have to type in the all Y-O-U. sorts of stuff will come <laughs> yeah, up if you power it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. hit the power button. Oh, All look, sorts of porn. Turn around right here. It says incognito. Oh, there's the creepy there's dude the with the hat. There's the little spy guy. Mm. He wants you to watch porn. You have to watch him while you're watching porn. I don't but like that. It's okay. <laughs> you watch him watching you watching porn. Yeah. Um, let's do a topic sombrero email. It's the topic, topic sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the topic. Topic Sombrero Now pick a topic and let's begin It's the Topic Sombrero Gary, why don't you pull one of these emails out of this hat? Is there an actual sombrero? <laughs> yes, there is. Holy shit. Can't you see it? I just pulled it. It's down here below the board. I just pulled it out. <laughs> wow. We, we keep it below the desk. Strange to keep it out of sight, but okay. <laughs> I totally believe you. All right. This topic sombrero email comes from Eric Dean, and it's titled, Subject, Exotic Gay Mammals. What the fuck? I have a question for Allison. Many men have <laughs> fantasies about lesbians. It's a challenge, like hunters who only hunt exotic game animals. I, myself, have a fetish for boyish lesbians, short-haired, boy clothes, wallet-carrying lesbians. I've been successful before, and my straight male friends considered it a great accomplishment. My question is, do women fantasize about or consider it accomplishment to pick up gay men? No, they don't. But what's curious to me is this notion of wallet-carrying lesbians. Is this a whole like, <laughs> strata of lesbian that I'm not aware of? It's kind of like having a pocket watch, but for girls it's a wallet. <laughs> Wait a minute. Callback! 
So, and the funny thing though is that I sort of know what he means. I think he means someone who's not carrying a purse, but instead has like a big wallet, like a dude mm. would have with a chain or something. I don't know. Um, like but comfortable anyway, shoes. It's like mm. one of those stereotypes. Yes. I think the implication is that they don't have a purse. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think I could go go ahead and say no. I don't think this is a dream of women to to change a gay man. Although I think that sometimes you become such good friends with your gay male friend and then you get a cr- or you have a crush on your gay male friend that you sort of fan- well, have you guys seen Object of My Affection? I feel like this really no. canvassed no. it. It's with Paul mm. Rudd and, and Jennifer Aniston. Oh shit, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think that's happened sometimes where you get a crush on a cute gay boy but i don't think it's this conquest kind of thing but do you guys share eric dean's feeling about lesbians um well he compared it to hunting big game big game hunters but i feel that uh pretty much every lesbian that i've ever met is very boyish and they're actually quite common like every lesbian, (laughs) like a house cat yeah i I rarely run into like the really hot lesbian um personally or maybe i'm just in the wrong lesbian bars a shocking number of when I say shocking, I mean like three of girls who had crushes on me when I was like a young, like elementary school kid turned out to be lesbians. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. Wow. Yeah, how does them. that make you feel? I don't know. Or the fact that I grew up in the Bay Area. I don't know if it has anything to do with all of those things, but uh, a disproportionate number. Hmm. That, that could, yeah, it could go either way. Either you turn them off. Christy Wash. Christy Wash starting now. <laughs> or they realize they couldn't have you and you were the pinnacle yeah, of all men. So it's it. a, why, like, why should I can, even? If he can't do it, no yeah, one can. Yeah. Might as well just go to women. <laughs> and how do you know they had questions on you? I'm not questioning it. I'm just curious. I don't know. Just you know, paid more attention to me or, or whatever when we're friends or whatever. But right. uh, I think you just kind of know that someone has a – or, you know, I don't know. I guess you just know. So there's a lot of no's in that sentence. But, there uh, were. Yeah. Gary, lesbians, yes. Yeah, no interest. No interest. I mean, I'm fine. I'm, I'm interested in being friends with them, but I have no interest in trying to turn one. Oh. Now, where does lesbian porn? Thank God. How does lesbian <laughs> porn stack up compared to not lesbian porn in terms of porn? That if you're you go going to, to Matt's watch? computer and type in, L. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what comes up? Uh, yeah, there'll be a few of those in there. I'm sure. Every once in a while. A few. <laughs> so just to spice it up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Depends if you're a pitcher, you can't throw on fastballs all day. That's right. Even if you have a great fastball, you have to mix in a slider once in a while. Mm-hmm. What Knuckle would ball. put you – like what What? What would have to happen for you to be in a, the mood for that? At least three Jack Daniels. <laughs> That's all I have for that. I don't know. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know how to explain my own uh, uh, sexual proclivities yeah, when I'm looking at porn. It's sort of like – you know, you open up 15 different windows and maybe one of them will be a lesbian one. Maybe I'll get to that one. Maybe I won't. 15 oh. different windows? Well, you never know. Allison, do you ever wake up and you're like, oh, yesterday I had eggs for breakfast, but today I feel like pancakes. Every now and again. It's kind of like I, today. You know what? Like every, waffles. Na- every now and again, I'll be like, I think I'm going to have tea today, not coffee. There you go. But it's like. It's a cereal day. Yeah. Okay. Mm. There you go. That's yeah, the best analogy up. I can make. That was yeah, good. I understood it. And now I'm hungry. I understood And that. that's how it is for all of you. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, we were talking about breakfast now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. I think it is time for Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? Mark Adamic says, when I walk by a Brinks truck, I envision how I would rob it. You know, it wasn't until being on the Adam Carolla show that I even knew the name Brinks truck. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I know what an armored you truck know what is, an armored but I don't, think really? I, yeah, I don't think I associated it with the word Brinks. You never heard uh, the expression, back up the Brinks truck? Well, Obviously now not. I've heard it yeah. 400 times. Okay. But before the podcast, I had not. Mm. Um, okay. No, I don't have that. Do you guys have that? I have something similar, which is that every time I go to a bank – I absolutely look at all the cameras and like see where which camera's picking up which movement. Let's be honest to see if it's possible to rob it. And, and you, go ahead. No, that was. I mean, has, I'm just it, has it been yet? No, no, it's always impossible. There's too many cameras. Yeah, in LA, you know, if you're in a good, better, or worse part of town, based on how much security is inside said bank, like super thick plexiglass, you have to talk through it to talk to somebody. Maybe not so great part of town, or at least not a great intersection. But like some, like you know, nicer parts of town, you walk right up, you can actually touch the person if you wanted to. Like they're pretty, um, <laughs> pretty uh, yeah. lackadaisical at the security. Yeah, I want to be able to touch my bank teller. Yeah. <laughs> 
Hey, buddy. I'm I just think, making a deposit. Yeah, when I see a Brinks truck, I am I not so much imagine me robbing it, but like going if I could drive it, just the things I could drive it through. Like like, yes. like The Rock, like the end of the movie The yeah. Rock, where they're just nice. going. Or almost like, famous. Yeah. Wait, what? What happened to all the famous? When they, when they crashed the plane. Oh, they, wait. No, they drove a truck through oh, the, the gate. The, gate. Oh, the, the, the tour bus. bus. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just like all the things, like, and all the. Stand corrected. <laughs> There's also that scene where Penny Lane leads a five gate brigade into a, a bank robbery. That is true. That's the director's cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good extended one. edition. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, so bring truck. See what you can do with it. The possibilities. <laughs> I, it's been like two years since I've even been inside a bank. Really? Do you guys go inside banks all the time? Yeah. Rarely. Sometimes I have to fill out a form. Not as much as I used to. Yeah. When I was a waiter, I had to because I would get paid in cash. Yeah. And I couldn't, I couldn't uh, hold on to it, so I'd have to keep it in the bank. But yeah, but now with like direct deposit, and, and you don't really need to. Jeez, why did I go in the bank the last time? Yeah, f- f- checks to or touch a form. Yeah, to touch the teller. Touch the teller, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Am I in the nice part of town or not? I mean, step in the <laughs> bank and see. <laughs> All right, Jason Dix says, when ordering breakfast, I always draw a blank when they ask me how I'd like my eggs. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. She's talking about porn. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yes. Uh, yeah, do you guys have this? No, never. I can't say that I've ever drawn a blank, but I've changed the way that I order my eggs. I was always do, a do scrambled scrambled guy. Mm-hmm. Always scrambled. Mm-hmm. And I've been over medium. You know what? I'm I exactly the same way. I used to go scrambled all the time and now I'm over medium or over hard. I had enough enough good like breakfast sandwiches or like there's a lot of great LA burger places where they put an egg on your burger and that over medium, mm-hmm. that kind of runny thing, that is effing yep. good. That's the way to go. Yep. Wait. So sexy. What is over medium? Sort of sunny side up, but not quite so gooey on top. They they flip it over once, right? Or they cook it a little longer, so it's not quite so runny. Yeah, I mean, but it's still a little runny. It's still a little runny, but if you were to cut into it, you would see like a lot of the yellow has yeah. been kind of cooked through. There's right. still some runny quality to it, but it's not just gonna, bleh, you know, like there's actually it sounds some, so much better than over easy. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, sunny side it's up so is good. is the gooey, you know, that's right. running everywhere. A little now gooey. over hard is that just like a um, free form hard boiled egg? No, 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 that's just cooked a little more. But it's no like, goo, right? A, is there a tiny bit of going over hard? I mean, maybe a little bit, but yeah. the same idea. If you were to cut into the yellow, you probably could cut almost all the way through mm-hmm. it without any the, runniness. So it is like a boiled egg, then yeah. I guess the yolk. Carrot? I tried the, oh, po- try the poached egg. Poached egg's good, too. That you got to be in a poached mood for poached <laughs> eggs. <laughs> and I was in a poached mood the other day. <laughs> How is poached really that different than over medium or over hard? Well, poached is boiled. Yeah. Like in water, but in boiled Oh, water. as opposed to fried. Fried is in a pan, obviously. Am I right about this, Chris? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Poach is boiled, but like you, you, put but you can still water. cut through it, and the yolk, right. will, the yolk will come okay. out. Okay, and I don't do this fancy stuff with eggs. I do usually just get egg whites, and pretty much all you get is scrambled. Yeah, I get, I'm with uh, Brian and Matt. I go scrambled or over medium, sometimes over hard. You got to mix it up, Allison. All right, I really feel like I'm not living. Sadie says. Oh, my gosh. Look at that cute koala. Uh, when I'm fixing my makeup in a public toilet and someone enters, I feel uncomfortable because I don't want them to think I'm vain. Yes. 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 <laughs> yeah. 100% yes. So with you, Sadie, we are with you. And also – I do that too. I, I, well, not with makeup, but when – like I'll be fixing, I'll be fixing my hair. I'm so sorry, man. I'll be – if I'm like fixing my hair and a guy walks in, I'll have to like fake like, – my head was just itchy. I was not fixing my hair. <laughs> And I'll just walk out. I also feel bad if I'm ever holding up a line to do anything makeup-wise. Oh, like if you're in a single sink yes, bathroom? Yes. Yeah. yeah, so then I'll just try to put on my lipstick outside and just get it all over my face. Nancy Johnson says, look for exit signs on rides at Disneyland in case there is an earthquake while on Pirates of the Caribbean, just me or everyone. I don't do that, but when I notice the exit sign, it takes me right out of the Caribbean. Yep. I can't speak for rides, but my grandpa was a firefighter, and so it's sort of born into me to always know where the exit is. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm in a movie theater, I'll always look for the exit to sort of observe where it is. Gotcha. Has it ever caught you off guard, like a location of the exit? Sometimes I do look at it, and I realize how far into the theater and like a multiplex. I'm like, I'm in theater number 11 out of 12. We're pretty far inside this building, so that <laughs> exit's not going to take me right to the street. Like I'm going to be in the bowels of this building, and i got to find my way out. Yeah, I'll think about that sometimes. Wow. Don't most theaters, though, have the exits like just below the screen, like at the front of the auditorium? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, but they lead into oh, like a, a maze hallway. that will yeah, 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 find yeah. your way out. Most of the places I go, they lay outside because that's when, when, I, when I was a kid, that's how I used to like, sneak in. Well, you son of a bitch. I know. Nice. I know. I'm not proud of it. Stealing money. From Brian, me. do you sneak in the movies at all? 
Not for a long time. I used to a lot when I was poor. But, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, when I was poor, I did or do you, did the two for one. Yeah, I would see many movies back to back and only pay for one. Yeah. Because yeah, sneaking I had, in. I had nothing to do with my life. So <laughs> as long as I was there, I'm going to see another movie. I actually made friends with a security guard one time with me and all my other uh, my other friends. I don't know how we got to be friends with him, but I think he was just – he's like an older guy and he just wanted to be like one of the guys. Cool guy. So uh, uh, the signal was – because um, there's so many of us, but he would always let us in, was the UPF, the ultimate party face. <laughs> you would just walk up to him, and the ultimate party face is two shotguns and your tongue out, like that. That was when we were in high school. So you'd walk, so you, I could bring a girl to the movie theater and like find the guy. He'd be in the distance. And, I, and you know, he wouldn't remember me because there's so many of us. So you just... Asian people? Just, yeah. <laughs> so you'd just uh, go double shotgun, tongue out, and he, and he would know. Wow. And he'd come and he'd let us in. And I, went, I watched movies for free for about a year and a half before he got That's fired. Awesome. Yeah. For that? <laughs> what, did he get fired for that? I don't know. I think he, I think he was uh, talking to an underage girl or something. <laughs> Matt, are you not going to admit that you, you did what Brian did in high school recently? <laughs> yeah, I thought that was funny. You're like, oh, yeah, I've, I snuck into the two movies in the same day, but that's when I had nothing to do all day and I was broke. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of what I did on Sunday, actually, but it's all right. That's funny. Yeah. Not convenience is more important to me. Like, the theater close to me, I couldn't possibly sneak in. It's the Westside Pavilion Theater. This is for L.A. people. But it's a nice theater upstairs in a mall. Mm. Couldn't possibly sneak in. But it's so close to my house that I would rather pay for a movie there than try to sneak in somewhere else if it came down to that. Yeah. So You've got to plan it right, though. If you're going to do movie hopping, you have to plan. Like, mm-hmm. I did it at the Arclight, which you would think is pretty difficult. No, because it's so big. It's big, and Huge but there's lobbies. two floors. There's, yeah. They have screens on both floors, so I had to find show times that were within the right amount of time. And then when I got to the theater, I had to make sure they were on the same floor because if they were on different floors, I wouldn't have been able. No, bigger to is better hop. for for theater hopping. Yeah, bigger is better. No, the right, at the ArcLight, they have two different ticket takers. Right, that's what I meant. There's oh. an upstairs oh. ticket taker and a downstairs yeah. one. So if the two o'clock movie is in theater one, but the four o'clock one's in theater yeah. twelve, you can't get past the second ticket it's taker. Very premeditated. But it was no. I had like three different lineups <laughs> of combinations of movies to see, and it worked out. It was there's, great. There's also that trick you do where you have, you you know you, three of you go in, and then one of you runs out with th- you know the, all three tickets. And you you bring two other friends and like oh we were just out in the parking lot and they'll let you in oh. and you can that's just get but don't they tear the tickets now yeah but even even if it's like a half stub you can walk out with it and say hey I was I'm in here this is my movie and then they'll let oh. you in I don't know if they'll do it now but that's how no, they will. that's how we used to do it but now they have reserved seating and then you go in the trash yeah, and you find here. you find an extra large popcorn because they're free refills <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ I have the weird life <laughs> I can't judge at all this yeah stuff. It was, is uh yeah, and then you get some popcorn and you enjoy your movie. The trash, the trash popcorn, I did not do. But my my roommate, who I was roommates with for eight years, worked at a movie theater for like half that time. So many, many oh, yeah. free movies. He would bring home bags of popcorn after the, after the theater closed. Like here we go, boom, huge bag of popcorn. I mean, bag like garbage bag of yeah. popcorn. It's like all right, here we here we go, here we go. All right, where do you guys sit at movies? I like to sit near near the back on an aisle. That no, is my preferred choice seat. of seating. Middle, seat. center. In the back in an aisle? Kind of toward the front, maybe. I like the idea of the edge of the screen to be just, just in my peripherals. Yeah, I don't want to see anything as center as possible. Why, why the aisle? So you, you don't get up in, in, like during the movie a lot, do you? Sometimes I like to pee during the movie. No, it's, I oh. don't like to. I have to sometimes. Um, but you know what? I mean on the aisle when there are like three rows of seats. Oh. So not totally on okay, the edge. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, more towards the center. But on There's the oddly shaped theaters where it's better to be in the front row. You know what I mean? Because you can put your feet up on the railing or whatever. Because there's no one sitting in front of you. Right. It's 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 a it's a it real depends. strategy. In IMAX, the best seat in the house is clearly the back row. Yeah. Last row is absolutely the best seat in the house for an IMAX movie. I've never seen IMAX. You're missing out. I've also never seen a 3D movie. Mm. You're not missing out. I know. Okay, Dan Dodge says, I get embarrassed and annoyed when my wife or anyone at my table starts hoarding an excessive amount of condiment packets. Now, does he mean hoarding as if to take home? I believe that's right. Oh, like, yeah, like the soy sauce packets? Or maybe just kind of stationing them near you. But who does that? I don't know. Apparently his wife or someone at his table. If this is just me or everyone, it's just yes. you. It's just you, Dan, or whatever his name is. It's Dan. It's, yeah. Mallory says, I kick open doors whenever possible. It's a cooler way to go through them. Not doors on a house, but double swinging doors. Oh, no. Don't dig hit someone in the face. You're <laughs> going to kill somebody. Oh. I think she's talking about the doors that have the glass in them where you can see. Why would you kick a glass <laughs> kick door? A glass door <laughs> you kick it on, like, the, on the edge. 
Okay, no, this, she either said way, double, a horrible she said idea. Double, double yeah. swinging doors. Yeah, like this door Saloon here. Saloon doors. Uh, this door has a swing double, but you know what I mean. The door that could go like a like a restaurant, like a separating waiters from the. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, or saloon doors. Oh fuck! Don't don't do that. It might look somebody. cool, but or it might feel cool, but I, don't, I doubt it looks very cool. Yeah, and I'm gonna try it from now on, Mallory. Don't listen to these fun no, killers. I don't know. Enjoy getting sued. <laughs> Mike says, when I send profane office emails to friends, I check my outbox to make sure I didn't email the wrong person who could find me. I do this all yeah, the time. Yeah, do I? Because I Gary. I Gary email a lot. <laughs> I email Gary a lot. Um, and I email my mom a lot. This is the life I lead, <laughs> I'm realizing. And it's – well, you know, with, with Gmail, mm-hmm. it just fills in the thing for you. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of that thing where you drive home and you're like, I don't remember the drive because my head was somewhere else. And I feel like I send emails on autopilot sometimes, the mm-hmm. part where I'm filling in the name. And then I'll be sitting there afterwards and I'll think, did I send that to the right person? So I constantly check my outbox yes. to make sure I put the right addresses and things. It's always too late though, right? I mean, once it's in your outbox, oh, you yeah. better pray no. to God that you'd not put the wrong name on there. There's a thing you can turn on on Gmail where you can like undo a sent email. I was just going to say that. I really? That. But that's immediately though, right? Or no. It's for like 15 to 20 seconds usually. You can set it anywhere between 5, 10, 15, 20 I check 20 like 10 seconds. minutes later. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm with you, Allison. I'm talking about like five minutes later when you parked your car and you go look in your phone and then you see that you sent it and it's in the outbox. You can't undo that, right? I actually, no, many to- years ago, I had a crush on this guy and I was telling another guy who was a friend of mine about something that he had said. Like I was doing my thing that I used to do all the time, which is overanalyze everything. I still do it, but not about people I like. Used to do? Uh, <laughs> it was much worse. Okay. Um, so I was, I was like, yeah. And then he said, blah, 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 blah. And then because he was on my mind, the guy I had a crush on, I wrote his name in the two field and I sent it. So that was awful. See, this is where Gar- <laughs> to Gary's point, it's really helpful on Gmail yeah. to have the uh, the undo function turned on, even up to like twenty seconds. I have mine set for like five or whatever, but it saved my ass more than one occasion. I've been like, oh fuck, Same I think here. I said the wrong person, or I wasn't done sending that, or I forgot the attachment, or whatever it was. But Turn isn't it on. only if it goes to another Gmail address? No, or is it it's, anyone? No, it's, it's anyone. Oh, really? Does it just delay the sending so you can go over it, or does it actually pull it out of someone's inbox? No, That's I don't. That's a good question. I think the former. <laughs> like it disintegrates in front of their eyes yeah. when they're reading it. <laughs> Where did that go? I was just reading that. Either way, turn that on your email because that'll save your ass. Ann Angstrom says, when I lose the radio signal driving through a tunnel, I keep singing and try to be in the right spot when it comes back on. Oh, I want to do that. I don't do it, though. Well, you listen to the radio, so you're a dipshit. <laughs> oh, Wow. Yeah, I totally don't do that <laughs> either. I don't. I haven't listened to the radio in so long. I just ever since I had my iPod, that's that's it. All my music is songs that I'm already aware of, or that friends have told me about, or I'm listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's I'm the same way. Very rare. And then when I'm when I do put on the radio, within five minutes, I'm like turning it off, saying, oh. "Why the fuck do I even try to do this?" Actually, to her to her point. I do listen to the radio. You know what I do? It's football oh, football season when there's a game that I want to. I'm falling for fantasy or something. I'm driving home from work and there's a game on. I'm listening AM station. So uh, rarely I will drive under the uh, tunnel or whatever and, and I'm furious. And you sing along? Yeah, I'll sing along. I'll try and do my own play by play. And the quarterback <laughs> jobs back. And now he said. I was right. Uh, points for Brian. Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I, I do this uh, when, when someone's like, when someone's playing a song on the radio in the car and then someone will turn it down so they're on the phone. I'll try to keep track of it in my head, and then when they turn it back up, see if I got it. I never get it. <laughs> when I'm uh, on any sort of exercise equipment, I try to close my eyes and then count in my head for 60 or 90 seconds and then open them and see if I'm right. It's very dangerous to close your eyes on a treadmill. Yeah, it's usually on the bike. Okay, good. Actually, no, on the treadmill, though, actually, if you just grip the side things, you can do it. But I would not recommend I'm it. I'm surprised I haven't hurt myself. Yeah. Lisa says, I always put mustard on my hot dog in a squiggly line. Mm-mm. It seems like something I would do. I always But I go, don't think I've done that. I go straight line on the edge of the hot dog right where it meets the bun. Yeah, try and, try and oh, get some bun in there. Kind of get it like underneath yeah. the hot dog mm-hmm. would be ideal, really. Then That's, you twist the dog. Ooh. Some people do that. That leads me into my taco strategy. Always do the, the guacamole. I love guacamole. Always do the guacamole on the bottom. A nice layer of guacamole. Spread it almost like peanut butter. And it's, it's better that way. It won't fall off the top when you squish the taco. It won't. It'll be on every bite. Always That's do the guacamole. Smart. In the smart. Wow. Yeah. Does Dawson know about this? <laughs> Who do you think I learned it from? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were cornholing one day. <laughs> Gary. 
Mustard, squiggly line? Uh, no, I tend to go down the side, too, and then, uh, yeah, I tend to go down the side so that it gets underneath, and the same with ketchup on the other side. But I, but Brian's right. I've always done guacamole on the mm-hmm. bottom. That's just a good base. This feels wrong to discuss mustard in any depth without Dave Damashek being here, but I do want to know, if you were to put mustard on your hot dog, would it be yellow mustard or would it be some other kind of mustard? Spicy brown. Dijon. <laughs> it could be both, but at, at a ballpark, uh, it's probably yellow mustard. Yeah, Dijon would be the last choice. Oh, yeah, still good. So wrong. But the, not for a hot dog? For a hot dog, yeah. No, so no, you're absolutely incorrect there, Matt. But um, if you're like eating like a nicer like sausage or something like that, then then the mustard mm. conversation changes. But mm. just a, just you know, <laughs> getting a regular old uh, a football game a hot dog, yeah, it's just yellow mm-hmm. mustard. Mm-hmm. Chris, you've been really quiet about this. Oh, uh, I, I like the spicy brown. I, I think I put it on my uh, hot dog last night. So yes. Oh, and the squiggly line. Sometimes I'll do it. I don't know why. I really don't. I do like when it's those giant jugs of things and you can can do your mustard or your ketchup or relish mm. or whatever, and then they have the little cups of things. Mm. It makes me want to get a little cup of relish even though I don't want it. The big pump jug like you described at yeah. the game, that's the hardest to do the squiggly line because then you gotta, you know, you got to kind of move the hot you dog move with right. one hand as you squeeze. And then you're kind of – to your point – that's the third time I said that. Like you, we didn't like holding up people when you do your makeup. Now you're holding up people – not you, but while one you is holding up people while you dress your dog. Mm. So what's your the best? Line. If it's just a bottle? No, just squeeze as quick as possible. But for even distribution, one quick swipe. No, but I'm saying you said that the mm. the jug pump mm. thing mm. is the hardest to mm. apply the squiggle. Mm. And I'm saying what would be the best, a squeeze bottle? Yeah, like the one, the empty ones you buy at Smart and Final. Right. Fill that up with mustard. has a nice fine tip. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to harness Dave Damashek. That was a nice <laughs> fine tip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for doing the show. I need to tell listeners some things. One, we have a ringtone available. Hey, hey. I got a tweet from someone today who said she's been laughing by herself all day because she keeps playing it over and over again, and I love that. So you guys need that. You can get that by searching, hey, go fuck yourself uh, from the iTunes store with your iPhone. And also, we have a special bonus episode available recorded live from the LA Podcast Festival with guests Doug Benson and Greg Proops. If the talk about eating ice cream in a hot tub in the rain excites you. There's a whole part of that podcast about eating ice cream in a shower. You're in but luck, everybody. <laughs> I know. I feel like we're going for lowest common denominator with that. Um, no, but really, sorry, a whole thing, a whole storm of thoughts is happening in my head. I'm trying to figure out whether to express them or not. Yeah, okay, I'm going we have to. Time. I didn't mean lowest. Com- we actually don't really have time though, so that's why I gotta step on it. I didn't mean lowest common denominator, like lowest common denominator of people who would be interested in ice cream talk. I was making a joke as if everyone cares about it when really it's something so specific. I think this is a problem that affects the entire world population. Okay, thank you. Yeah. But maybe I didn't mean lowest common denominator. Maybe I meant the other math term, which is what. The lowest common numerator. The highest uncommon numerator. <laughs> no, it was like lowest, lowest common denominator. It was LCD and what? Great lowest or greatest <clears throat> average, or there was some other thing that was taught in tandem with it. No one's still listening. Clearly, so it's. <laughs> anyway, you can get that podcast. Uh, it is a dollar ninety nine. You can get it in the comedy album section of the iTunes Store, and you can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. If you want to email the show, it's ARIYMBF at AdamCarolla dot com. And Brian, where mm-hmm. can they find you and anything you want to plug? Right here with you every every day. Um, yeah, follow me on Twitter at Bald Brian and uh, BrianBishop dot com for exciting uh, book updates and and the such. In the future, we'll talk about that when it happens. And the Film Vault on iTunes. Yeah. And you can follow Gary at G Patrick Smith. And for Matt, go to ThereWillBeSpoilers dot com. Please do. And for Chris, um, I don't. I just want Brian to follow me and answer that email on Twitter. I delete that email. I can't spell your name. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, or um, you know, I'm playing a show on September 19th at the Plaza Theater in Carpinteria. So if you're in that area, come on down. If you're cornholing, yeah, <laughs> I'm opening for a guy named Todd Hannigan. Greatest common factor. Thank you. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Now right. would that now apply? Now go see Chris's show. I'm sorry, I wasn't trying to step on Chris's plug. Would greatest common factor? Who's Chris? Apply to this greatest common factor. Greatest common factor would be a great name for your band, Chris. Yeah. Oh. 
GCF. Uh, <laughs> a math name for my band. I think I meant great. I'm going for greatest common factor with the ice cream comment. I was anyway. Not going to repeat it. Okay. <laughs> I feel like we've done what we came here to do. Absolutely. And uh, thank you guys so much for joining, and thank you so much for listening. I love you guys. Don't forget to email me and tell me what TV shows I should watch on Hulu Plus. Okay, bye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? Digital.